Well, hello everybody. It is the last couple weeks here of 2019. I do want to say, uh, mention it real quick. This is not. This is going to be the last episode of the year. Uh, we're going to go ahead and skip the last week of the year next week. So this is actually the last one of 2019, and then uh, at the beginning of the year, we'll start off afresh and have uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I kind of teased about it a couple weeks ago, some guests coming in. Eventually, I'll be able to schedule time to get them in. December's always crazy. You know, there's all sorts of things going on, and weather, of course, is a factor sometimes. Uh, it's really difficult to, you know, nail anything down, and that's completely fine. My life has been crazy too. Uh, not only you know doing all the Christmassy things, you know, like kids programs and Christmas shopping and you know Christmas parties and going to see family, uh, but just for some reason, you know, this is the time where, uh, especially for me, being that it's my anniversary, my wife and his anniversary coming up. We're gonna be. Can you believe this? We've been married for eighteen years on New Year's Eve, um, and, I, and believe me, I am so blessed. Not only do I love my wife with everything in me, but man, I, I every single day I wake up thankful for her. And, uh, you know, 18 years to be able to celebrate that. I'm really, I, I gotta say, I'm really, really proud of that. God's really blessed us. God's really blessed me. And uh, I'm thankful for it. But December, going back to that, it is kind of a crazy time. So once we kind of let the dust settle, we get into the new year. Uh, I will start having guests again. I really appreciate everyone out there who's been patient and you've uh, allowed me to uh, talk and just share from the heart for the last several weeks. I think last week was my uh, discussion about uh, talking about grace and through difficulty. And I pray it was a blessing to you and maybe you're able to take something away from it, you know, that really helped you in a difficult time or maybe you kind of put it away and hopefully you never have to use, you know, God's grace like that to help overcome uh, something as traumatic or difficult, but life does happen to us all. And eventually we are going to have to use that grace card. We're going to have to rely on God and his goodness and his grace to be sufficient for us because our flesh and our minds our bodies are weak and in him we are made strong and I'm, I'm so thankful for that so today's not going to be very long um probably only 10 15 minutes uh so i guess just kind of sit back relax enjoy the next several minutes i do want to just kind of speak from the heart i uh when any anytime that that there's the end of the year and not only am I, you know, counting down the days to my anniversary, which we you know what the the coolest things about having an anniversary on new year's Eve is there's always a party. And now I will say since we've had a child, uh, our new year's even and, and anniversaries have been a lot more, you know, sober. We believe it or not, we actually like our kid, right? So we want to be around our child. And so we don't, people offer, my mom offers to watch our daughter, you know, for New Year, for for you know, for our anniversary, but honestly, last several years, we just wanted to spend it with her, and we're actually doing that again this year. We're going on vacation with her uh, for our anniversary, and some may see that's weird, but I, I I see it as I only have a short amount of time with this with this little one anyway. You know, eighteen years, as I understand, it goes very quickly, and I've already seen how quickly the last five years have come and gone. So I can only imagine how the next thirteen years are going to be. So hey. 
if well, there, there'll be plenty of opportunity, God, you know, willing, for my wife and I to have alone New Year's Eve and anniversary experiences, then we might as well just enjoy all the moments that we can, you know, with our daughter now. And so, um, but anyway, during this time of year, uh, it's generally, it's typical for most people to reflect. I mean, you know, you go to a lot, any kind of newspaper or TV station or, you know, like cable news networks, they always have the year in review, right? The, 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 now, this is, the, this is the time where people make out their persons of the years or, uh, you know, most inspirational stories of the year or the stories that rocked you this year, you know, whatever. It's a, it's a looking at the last year. And in this case, being at the end of, it's at the end of a decade, you have an entire decade of library to choose from of all the things that we can look back and go and reflect and really relive. I think that, you know, we do have as a humans, uh, we have a tendency to, uh, have nostalgia, you know, and I'm, I'm, believe me, I'm one of those kind of people. In fact, kind of on the side, I have, a, I, have a, I have a business that I have where I take old VHS tapes and reels, like old eight millimeter reels, and I help convert them to digital formats for people who, you know, have these uh, literally, especially in the cases of reels, things that have been around since the 50s and 60s and 70s that they haven't seen in over 30 years. And I get to like you know, unveil these treasures that were in their attic that they have never seen or their kids have definitely never seen. And it's kind of fun that, you know, I get to do that for them. And I, I love watching it. Like I love watching old videos and I love seeing, you know, the old cars and the old styles. And I was doing one the other day where this lady was like in the sixties, by like 66. And the lady had one of those beehive hairstyles, you know, and I literally, I think her hair was like two feet off the top of her head. You know, it was just kind of cool to see, a lot of the old styles and a lot of the, you know, just the, the days gone by. And I think, you know, even I growing up, I was a child of the eighties. And I mean, there was so much pop culture explosion in the eighties that, I mean, we're still talking, they're still making movies and remaking movies today uh, about movies that happened in the eighties or, you know, we hear this fashion and the styles and the songs and the types of music and all these things that are kind of recirculating. And, you know, there's just, we have a, as human as mankind, I think even as Americans specifically, we just have this drive and this knack for nostalgia. I think a lot of that's just because we like to remember things of days, you know? And the thing is, is that, uh, during all of those exciting, wonderful times, you know, even in childhood, you know, you're surrounded by all of these, you know, things that, the media and, and, and the world of pop culture, all these things that you remember, uh, life was still going on around. There was still the hardness of life happening around you. You know, there were still divorces. There were still, you know, shootings. There were still, you know, wars. I mean, just take your pick. But hopefully, you know, we tend to mostly just remember the good things. But that doesn't take away the, the actualities of life. And I think that it's important to not only reflect on you know, the good things, the things that we like to remember. But I think it's also just as important that we look back in our decisions that we've made in our life that maybe were not good, that maybe we hurt somebody else or maybe somebody hurt us, or maybe we just made a bad decision and, you know, we didn't own up to it and maybe we need to go and fix these things. Well, my point is this, is that we got to look, when we're looking back in our lives 
and doing a reflection to not only think about the good things, but also to think about things that we could do better and different. And that doesn't, you know, I can hear somebody say, you know, right now across the table, well, Sean, I've heard you say, if there be any praise, if there be any virtue, think on those things. Well, I think that it's okay. I think it's completely possible to look at decisions you've made that were poor or bad decisions in the past, and those actually be be good, because you are now looking through the lens of a lesson learned, and you can now learn how to not make those decisions again. You know, it's the it's the old saying about a, a child will only touch a red hot stove once before they realize. And when they go over and they see that pretty red glowing, last time I did that, it was a lot of pain and I, you know, had to suffer because of it. And that to me is a good thought because you're saying to yourself, I'm not going to hurt myself in that manner in that way again. Um, so when we're reflecting over the last year and even the last decade or however long, we have an opportunity then, therefore, to really determine how we're going to make and determine our future now based on past experiences. And maybe even experiences that we were done or given to us that we didn't have any control or say over. How can we then control the destiny set before us? You know, And, of course, we do that by putting God first, making sure that he's the lamp that lights our path that he's the one who that we focus on to give us direction. Uh, but more importantly, <clears throat> it's only because of God's will we're even walking forward. And I kind of want to go to Scripture real quick before we kind of get to that. Uh, it's one of my most favorite Scriptures. It's in James, verse, uh, verse 13 of chapter 4. And this is what it says. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city. Spend a year there, you know, carry on business to make some money. He goes, why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? You are a mist. I think King James says a vapor. You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Now that's not an ego blow, you know, comparing ourselves to just a mist. That was it. It was your life. But in the grand scheme of things, in the greatness of the world and of just existence and eternity especially, our lives truly are a and that's it. Um, and a puff of mist of, of experience, you know, uh, like you go to a graveyard and it has a, a little dash in between two sets of four numbers, right? The years, but there's a little dash. That dash is your entire life rolled up in that little tiny, you know, symbol and that little tiny character. And, you know, if you think of yourself in that kind of perspective, it really makes you value every single day more and more. Because all of a sudden you realize that, that, that when I wake up in the morning, I've been given this, this life for, to, for me to do with what I'm going to do. And I got to make sure it's worthwhile that my little or the little dash actually means something beyond uh, of just the, the list, the, 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 the mist that was created. You know, I want the, if I'm going to make a mist, I at least want it to be memorable, right? I at least want it to be pass, something that was passed on to other mists to want it to be better themselves. <laughs> My point is this, guys, that we have to understand that, yes, every single life is a gift. Every single life, every single breath is a gift that we have, but it's also only a vapor. It's here for a little while, and then, then it vanishes, and... Uh, what are we doing with this mist? What are we doing with this vapor when we have it? And I think it's less about, 
you know, it's just, uh, yes, it's okay to look upon the yesteryears and the nostalgia of yesterday. But moreover, I think even, I think, I don't even think necessarily we should be thinking about our future because remember, uh, the Bible even talks about here, it says, instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. It's a perspective of understanding that <clears throat> our mist is completely controlled by the Lord that he is determined, his Bible says very plainly, that it is you know, appointed once for every man to die. That we have an appointment with death, and there's no way we can avoid it. As much as I would love to say that we have found a way to you know, eliminate the need to die, I, I, we haven't yet. Unfortunately, that is going to happen to us all. Uh, and we don't know when, obviously, that's going to be. You know, I, you know, you hear about people who die in car crashes, and they, you know, were posting happy things on Facebook or Twitter seconds before, you know, the the you know the their the person in the driver's seat side of their car, you know, has a head-on crash with somebody, and uh, they're gone, you know, or something like that. Where, in other words, where it's like everything is fine and everything's normal and everything is. As it is, and then all of a sudden, in a blink of an eye, everything changes and it is no more. And that has happened. So what are you going to do with your I guess that's the kind of thing to say. I'm not, again, I'm not trying to make light of it as much as I'm just trying to help you understand that this is a truly gift that we have in this experience called life. And it is only given to us by the Lord. He is the one who wills us to live every single day. He is the one who's given us this life. And I, not only for his sake, not only do I want to do everything I put my hand to is unto the Lord, but also for my wife's sake and for my child's sake, for my sake, for the people I work with, for the people that I'm interacting with, whether they be strangers or friends alike. Let them experience my mist, my vapor, in the absolute best possible way. The last thing I want to do is have a bad odor to my mist, right? The last thing I want to do is to be to going around and 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 you know help, making people second guess they even wanting to be around me because I'm always bitter or whatever. That's just not the kind of life that I want to live. Verse sixteen says, "As it is, you boast and you brag. All such boasting is evil. It is." It's, again, it's evil to go around boasting and bragging that you're going to live, you know, tomorrow, today, we're going to do this or do that. Really, it's about a mindset of understanding that God's will is the one who is in charge of whether or not we're going to do this or that today or tomorrow. We have to live for the moment, not so much even the future, not so definitely not the past, but for right now is the only thing that we can control until it is no more. It says, anyone then who knows the good he ought to do Okay, if you have a vapor and you know in that vapor you have goodness that you ought to do, the Bible says if you have knows the good you ought to do and doesn't do it, sins. So my question to you is, right now, what are the things that you know that are good that you ought to do? And why aren't you doing them? I'm asking myself that, Sean. What are things that you know that are good that you ought to do that you're not doing? And that is a sin, according to Scripture. Because I could say, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. I'll do these. I'll bless that person, you know, another day when I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know when or even if I'll have the opportunity to do so. A vapor. Just that's it. 
come and gone. It was here for a little while, and then it vanishes. I'm not trying to be my cop here. I'm not trying to put a damper on the New Year's here. I'm just saying that, guys, if you're listening to me right now, that is a gift. You know, that is that is a something we ought to cherish, and it's a moment that we can hold on to, and knowing that I am li- I'm living, my heart is beating, there's air in my lungs, I ate today, you know, I put on my clothes today, or I took care of my family today, I did something that I enjoy today, because God gave me the gift of having life today. Now, I know the things I need to do good, but I'm not going to wait. I'm going to choose today. So that's kind of my thing today. I think that in 2020, okay, God willing, right? God willing in 2020, what are the good things that you want to do and do them? Don't wait any longer. You know, if you if there's a place you've been looking to volunteer at, or maybe there's a, you know, you, uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, for example, God's asked you to, you know, maybe in your heart, put in your heart to go and deliver sandwiches or care packages to homeless people underneath the bridges. Or maybe to go and to pay for people's Starbucks behind you, right? I, I don't care. But just whatever it is that you have in your heart to do good, that you'd be like, you know, that would be a kind of a cool idea if I did that. Now is the time to do it. Don't wait. Don't wait any longer. Too many people, especially Christians, we wait. And the Bible says that if you say today I'm going to do this, tomorrow I'm going to do that, and you boast about it, it's evil. It's not a sin. Right now, do those things that you know are good and that you ought to do, and the Lord will not only see it and bless you, but he'll make it so that your vapor is powerful and means something, that it goes beyond just yourself because he is involved. Short, short, sweet to the point today. Guys, go out, make this new year the absolute best. If God willing, if it happens, you know, we are able to all here be together. And, and I appreciate you guys listening to me for the last six months or so since we've been doing this. And you know what? Here we are. We're going to do another year. And I again, we have some good guests coming up. And I know that God will be a blessing to you. He'll be a blessing to me. He's always faithful, and he's always there to lift us up in times of need and also to humble us in times of, 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 of overindulgence. So he will keep us straight and narrow. Let's just keep our eyes on him, and he will definitely take care of us. Um, hit me up on thisislifepod at gmail.com if you want some correspondence. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you want to head over on Twitter, same thing, thisislifepod. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. That's always fun. Just do something. Uh, I, maybe that's the good news. That Maybe that's the good thing that God's been asking you to do that you said, I'll do that tomorrow. Maybe go on and do it right now. That'd be really helpful. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. I hope you had a a wonderful 2019. I hope the last 10 years, this last decade has been a blessing to you. I know it's been tough for a lot of you. It's been tough for me, but you know what? God is faithful. He'll take care of us. For all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. He will take care of us and he'll make it right. And he will ensure that we have victory in him. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. Until next time. I'll see you next year. Aloha and mahalo. Thank you.